0: Hello, fellow riders. This is your host, Rusty James. It is Monday, February 8th, 2016, and this is The Ride. Welcome, my friends, to another episode of The Ride. Welcome to another week. Welcome to your life today. I'm on the road early this morning, so I have to turn down my phone. It's totally blinding me. Much better. Much better. I have to get on the road early today because I have a safety training at a new facility. At 7.30 in the morning, I'm not a morning person, but however, you may find that hard to believe because I've got caffeine pumping through me today and uh, it may sound like I'm raring to go and you know what I'm actually I actually am raring to go I got some good sleep last night ready to kick it in it's a little bit scary though I'll admit um, because I'm on a new project at a new facility don't really know a whole lot about the facility I've done a little bit of research but uh, not enough to make me feel comfortable I guess so I believe I'll be doing a bit of that today. And let's get past this slow poke. What's your deal, dude? You ever have slow pokes in your life? It's okay. I love you, brother. I love you, sister. You're just gonna smell my exhaust, that's all I have to say. Onward. So this safety thing uh, is important, you know. If you're gonna go to a new facility, in the kind of work I do, these places could kill you if you're not careful if you don't know the pitfalls and so this training is important to kind of expose you to some of the issues you need to be aware of isn't that what the word of God is kind of doing I mean think about it God has written in his word a lot of these issues that we really need to understand about life you know life can kill you if you're not careful if you're not abiding by the rules that are in place, there's actually rules in life. What goes up must come down. Well, unless you're a rocket. I mean, there are certain rules. There are certain rules to be broken, certainly. You know, before the days of rockets and airplanes and stuff, what goes up has gotta come down. Probably worked 100% of the time. And then things changed, right? Well, you know, our, Our society is in constant flux and there is change. There are certain rules that we abided by as humans, and there is change going on in our culture that no longer says what goes up must come down. You know, what goes this way can go the other way. You know, what used to go straight cannot go straight any longer. But the Word of God spends time showing us some of the pitfalls of our culture and where it disagrees with God's plan. The breath of God through the Word of God is reminding us there are certain rules that apply. And you, and you might say, well, you know, that might be fine for the, the people in the Bible. But, you know, we're living in an enlightened period. Uh, I'm here to tell you that the same rules apply. They're timeless rules. There's a law, in fact, the law of sin and death. And the law didn't change. But there's a factor that we need to understand and we need to weigh it in our life. And that is, if we aren't accepting what Christ did for us, the law of sin sin and death applies. Guess what? If you accept what Jesus did for you, the law of sin and death applies still applies. It's a law. It doesn't change. But the law of sin and death simply is, we are full of sin. Well, actually, let me rephrase that. The law of sin and death really isn't about us so much as the fact that there is sin, and it must be dealt with appropriately by a God who is holy and and cannot let sin into his presence. And it must be dealt with. Period. End of discussion. And by choosing to not accept Christ, and it is a choice, you're essentially saying, I don't need what Jesus Christ offers me. So, you know, take a hike, God. I'll do things my own way. And he's saying, but there's a law of sin and death that must be adhered to. And, you know, many people would say, well, I don't believe in that. I'm going to go my own way. Go my own way. But Christ, but Christ Jesus knew about this law. God knew about this law and sent his son. And the son came. And he addressed the law of sin and death. He was the sacrifice to cover the requirement of sin. So that we could have a relationship with God the Father and not be lost. That's why we say as Christians, Jesus Christ has given us salvation. We have salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ. But it's a choice whether you want to accept it or not. I accept it. I encourage you to accept it. We don't fully understand it at times but I accept it nonetheless. But he's, in the word of God, is like a safety guide, a safety manual. I'm sure that today when I go to this training, I'm going to get a bunch of do's and don'ts from this facility. You know, I've worked at a facility where when you go there, you have to park a certain way. You have to park so that you're ready to leave. It's kind of a scary thought. But you have to and I forgot one time and and uh my coworker reminded me, "Hey, didn't you take the training?" I said, "Yeah, I took notes even. I took really good notes." He said, "Yeah, but you're parked wrong." And then I realized, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." So I corrected my car. You have to park so that when you start that car up and you go, you're headed toward the exit. You don't want to be having to back up and turn around. And I was diligent, and I still forgot. And that particular rule is getting me thinking. We gotta park our car so that we're ready to go. That's brilliant, thank you, Lord. We gotta park what it is that we are traveling in, in such a way that it's prepared to go. That's brilliant. Are you prepared to go today? Are you prepared To leave this earth and meet up with your Father in heaven? Are you prepared for that? Or are you parked the other way? You're parked toward this life on this planet, on this mortal plane? Is that where you're facing? Is that what you're striving for? Our real direction ought to be eternally minded. Obviously, we have lives to lead, and children to rear, and mortgages to pay, and jobs to create income. But ultimately, when you boil it all down, what's the point? The purpose is to do the will of God in your life. And, you know, the will of God could be for you to have a very successful business that you run, for example, and and maybe the reason is because you can impact the lives of many and they can see your good works and they can see the love of the Father in you, and lives change. All because of you working diligently and having an honest business full of integrity, that kind of thing. That might be your deal. You might be an artist who writes songs or creates art in such a way that portrays the beauty of God. Whatever it is, are you focused on the temporal or are you focused on the eternal? It's easy to be focused on the temporal because it's here and now, it's tangible, you touch it, you breathe it, you see it, but my encouragement to all of us is to be living in such a way that the eternal becomes more tangible than even what's around us. He's given us the safety manual so that we can go through this life and avoid the pitfalls. You know, I really get a lot of satisfaction out of watching a movie, for example, that looks at the life of a person, maybe in its entirety. I like the time travel type stories as well. I watched one about the X-Men the other day and those kind of movies this particular one had to do with some going back in time and changing something so that it it corrected the future and it it made things better. But through the course of the movie you see the life of a person and it's great when you see a movie like that at least for me because I realize that so many of the things that I place a high priority on in my life, in the big, big scheme of things, it's just not important. Even the arguments you have or the grudges you have or the unforgiveness you have toward people, you can base your life around those kind of things and it's so detrimental. It just causes you to waste years and and gets you caught in these little eddies in the stream and and you just can't get out of it and you're not able to flow and do what it is you're supposed to do. And when you look at the life of somebody in a movie like this, you you see what was important what was not important. And it's always, always the relationships that you develop through life that becomes the most important thing. Always. Yeah, I didn't see the latest... Steve Jobs movie. I don't know how well it portrays the life. I, I know there's a lot of contention about the movie, but you know, you can look at the life of Steve Jobs and look at his accomplishments and be in awe of that and what he's left the human race. And he'll be in books for a long time, maybe forever. But I can look at his life and I. I can look at an iPhone that I could hold in my hand and think, you know, that's great. That's a, that's a piece of technology that he has given the world. And of course, it's not just him. I know it's his team and everything. But the point is, is, if you were to ask him now, if you were to ask him now what was important to him, what remains important to him now that he's on the other side of life, I, I believe that the development of the iPhone and all the other devices at Apple probably is not as important as some of the relationships that he had fostered. And if there were any relationships that could have been better, I bet he wishes right now that he had devoted some time toward that to make things better. If you could play your life like a movie... And watch it go through till your final day. What kind of things would you be spending time on? Who are the people that you would be spending time with? Another movie that the kids and I watched over this last weekend was *A Christmas Carol*, the latest one, the animated one, with Jim Carrey playing the part of the Scrooge, Ebenezer Scrooge. Another movie to get you thinking about the important things in life. No, the Word of God has these safety rules in it for a reason. God wants the best for you. He wants you to avoid the pitfalls of life. He wants you to have a long life, fruitful life, a life free from these little eddies in the river that cause us to get confused and disoriented and, and not flowing the way we should be flowing. He wants us to live a purposeful life, a life like Jesus. Jesus came with a purpose. His purpose was fully realized and is available to you today. Don't wait another day if you haven't accepted what Christ has done for you. He set you free from the law of sin and death. He set you free. You can live in freedom from sin. He wants you to know that today, that because He lived a purposed life and accomplished the Father's will, because of that, He offers that to you today, that you can accomplish the Father's will. And the Father's will for you is different than the Father's will for me. It is absolutely in line with how He built you, how He made you. I can't think of a better satisfaction than being able to live out God's will in your life. He created you for it. You are fully capable when you put your trust in Him. I want you to put your trust in Him today. Lord, we thank you that you have provided everything we need for life, for fulfilling the purpose that you have prepared for us. I thank you that you have prepared everyone who is hearing this to live a life of safety, according to your word, free from sin and death. And thank you, Lord, that you can help us get our eyes on the eternal while we still make our way through this temporal place, this temporary place. I thank you for everyone listening, Lord. I ask that you would bless them in incredible ways this week. Give them wisdom and opportunity to share the love that you have given them. We thank you for all the things that you've done, for the love that you show us, the wisdom you give us, the grace you pour on us so that we can have grace on other people. This is a new week, Lord. I thank you for being with us. And we will spend time with you this week and grow in our knowledge of you and want to feel your heartbeat toward others. Thank you for meeting our needs today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, everybody, you stay in that word. You live in peace and you pray for those who persecute you. And because God has set you free from the law of sin and death, there is not anything that can stop you when you put your trust fully in the Lord God Almighty, all right? And I will catch you on the flare.